Hello, welcome to Raw Japan episode 87. <laughs> it's a very slow introduction because I need to check the number. Nope, it's 88. Welcome to Raw Japan episode 88. See, I do these things every day, so sometimes, you know, I get confused. Uh, today, we're going to talk about duty in Japan. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but Japanese people are known. There is an image or branding that uh, pins Japanese people as honest, polite, nice, kind, whatever you want to call it. And I argue that rather than it being, uh, rather than people returning your wallet to you after you dropped it, being out of uh, kindness, I think it's more about duty and maintaining maintaining the image uh it's like a societal requirement i remember one time the first time i came to japan that i got lost because uh, i didn't speak the language and i was on the bus and i took the wrong train or something uh I took the wrong bus i should say and um, the person i went up to the bus driver a number of times ask trying to ask uh, I guess I was just speaking English and um, pointing to the thing on my paper and I was 19 so I was quite timid and uh, after a number of t- I failed attempts to try to guess if I was on the right bus or not where I should go uh, one of the people on the the bus noticed my sagged shoulders after many failed attempts and just accepting my fate that I was lost uh, and took motion for me to get off at his stop with my heavy ass luggage and we couldn't speak at all to each other it was night it was I think it was it was winter it was Hiroshima cold and I had too much luggage it was my first time abroad by myself and it was just a lot and um, We walked for like two hours. He walked me for two hours to the hotel. To the hotel that uh, I was supposed to be staying at. We walked. Like, looking back on that, I'm like, what? And the last moment... When I when we got to the hotel and I confirmed that it was my place, a very quick bow and goodbye. And to not to mention the whole time he was walking ahead of me, quite far ahead because I had a lot of luggage and he uh, didn't. We didn't talk the whole time, but I was just so grateful. And yes, part of that is kindness and um, just human decency and empathy and also a large part of that is duty like a duty that it's like a national identity that most westerners don't understand i don't think because most western societies are mixed with a lot of different people whereas in asia there's a lot of collectivist societies where everybody's basically the same ethnicity and that that allows for a group identity to emerge that's pretty strong in people's minds so uh, I think 
a large part of that was duty. Another thing, today, just a mere couple hours ago, I was faxing a paper, an important document, to somebody. And it was at the convenience store nearby to my apartment. And I, without thinking, left the paper in the machine. I got my money, all the other stuff, the receipt, and I left the paper under the thing and went home. And I realized right when I got home, oh, I left it. So it was, it's close. So I got back in my car and went another uh, minute to, to the convenience store and lifted up the lid to the printer to see if it was still there and it was gone, which I was quite surprised. I mean, I've been in Japan for four years and within that time I've forgotten things, but always returning, they always return to me at some point. And, um, Especially if it's like at the convenience store, you can expect the things to be like right there when you go back. Uh, and I went back and it wasn't there, so I was quite surprised. I was like, oh, first time, stolen thing in Japan. So I went to the clerks and asked if anybody returned it, and they said no. So I was like, okay, I'll probably just have it at home somewhere. Uh, so I went back because I I had a lot of different papers with me at the time, so I went back, checked, and I'm like, okay, no, it's not here. So I had the receipt, and I brought that back. I went another time to the convenience store, and I said, hey, I didn't find it, and what happened was that I had just faxed this like 15 minutes ago, and uh, it's not there anymore, and I was wondering if anybody gave it to you and both of the clerks said no. And just as I was about to ask about the security camera, the, the camera footage, to see if anybody had swiped it, I saw it on the desk or the counter behind the clerk. Uh, it was just sitting there, and I was like, oh, that's it. And she reached for it, and it was it. It was that important document. Uh, so it had my address on it, and uh, beyond that, it wasn't. There weren't too many revealing details, but um, I mean, you can find address addresses pretty much anywhere. It's public, right? But um, I, I, she said that maybe a customer had given it to me while I was serving another one, and uh, or they just left it there. It was kind of like towards the back, so. But any, in any way, in any case, I just wanted to uh, reaffirm that I think most of it is, most of Japanese uh, behavior for looking out for each other is more duty than just pure kindness. So without the pressure of the education system from when they're younger, and once they start working, also before they even go to school from their parents and their, their, just their family overall, and then education, social pressures, and then moving into company, I think a lot of that conditioning has uh, created a basis for how people behave. And of course, that's anywhere you go, right? That's just how society is built without people being conditioned, I don't think, um, in some fashion, right, 
uh, I don't think this thing could work. But in Japan, at least from my experience, it's pretty uh, intense. And a lot of it pays off to have people do cool things, what you would take as kindness and empathy, uh, which can be taken as that at face value. But in some occasions, you can see the difference between, okay, they, would they have done this if somebody wasn't looking or if it wasn't a public place or uh, if there was a really revealing information on it which was funny because i was i was talking to the once i saw the paper and i'm like yeah i didn't think anybody would steal this it's not something that important you know and she was like you never know there's a lot of there's a lot of different people that come in here and so you know i mean even japanese people can see and she was young too so you can see even japanese people can uh understand that you know not everybody's gonna be returning people's wallets like you see in some videos online right after you drop it there was this uh if you don't know what i'm talking about there was a social experiment conducted in japan where i guess some western travelers would drop their wallet and see how long it would take for japanese people to return it to them and it was like within seconds uh, and if not they always moved, gave it to the police the, the police boxes that are in the cities um but you know like i said i think it's uh i think it's a good thing because it it keeps things moving but it's also something to remain skeptical about and also keep aware of because uh, you can't always rely on duty to to uh, follow through right so especially when you have close friends you don't want people that are just yes people because uh, when it shit hits the fan that's when people really show their feelings and their the real feelings a real face and uh, you don't want people just strung to you based on duty you want them to actually you want people to actually care about you and uh, that is tough to find but important to find so when you come to Japan just be aware of that and if you do not have plans of coming to Japan and you meet or see anything in see anything that displays Japanese culture, just keep that in mind that um, the there's a lot of conditioning that goes on as with as anywhere, but it's just more it's more uh, how can you say it's more obviously it's just more obvious like and people some people don't don't rally against it. It's just accepted. So that explains a lot of behavior that you might see in Japanese culture. Uh, it can be also be tied to discipline, I guess. Discipline in what you see how a lot of Japanese people or a lot of uh, Japanese craftspeople dedicate like decades of their life to mastering one thing is like that how can you say it's like uh carrying carrying part of the society on your shoulders kind of thing like it's for other people 
And that is community, right? You're supposed to be doing things that benefit the community, that benefit the people around you. Um, it just can take a sinister side when when pieces of that fall apart. If that's the only thing that it's standing on. So, if you are coming to Japan, keep that in mind. And if you're not, you watch a movie or something like that. Keep it in mind. Speaking of that, I have just created a Japanese community where you can meet Japanese locals and talk to them about uh, Japanese principles, especially the ones that are in my books, my novels. To join this community, we have a live a call every week, once a week, and the Japanese people in there are learning English. I also send out a print newsletter every month that contains the principles that we will talk about for that month. It's like a theme. So, if you're interested in that, you can just go to brandonchin.net forward slash community. And, or if you're interested in just novels, you can go to brandonchin.net forward slash raw and get a free novel when you type in your email address there to join my newsletter, my online newsletter. So, if you're interested in one of those, do that. And as always, leave some feedback on iTunes. Let us know, let me know how you like, there's no us, it's just me. Let me know how uh, this content is serving you. One or five stars, I don't care. One, two, five stars, I do not care. Honest opinion is all I want. Let me know so I can better tailor the content to you in your ears. Uh, and... Also help other people find the podcast. Take care of yourself. Oyasumi nasai. Oyasumi nasai. Oyasumi nasai.